The only real way to success in our online businesses as Christian mompreneurs is through obedience to our business calling. He has called us to this path and has given us our unique guide to success through our spiritual and leadership gifting. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, 20 plus year solopreneur veteran. I started my journey excited and hopeful and the next thing I knew I was white knuckled, frustrated and stressed. Instead of trying to control our outcomes with hustle, grind and self-help, join me as I clear the path of chaos, confusion and misalignment so we can finally enjoy our journey. Whether you're creating a business in network marketing as a homeschooler or a homestead mama, or fresh out of corporate America, let's get you realigned with God's voice and get you back to the path of your business calling. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome back to your business calling. I'm gonna cover one of the things that gives us most frustration in growing our online business. Needless to say, just living life on a daily basis, right? impatience or learning to enjoy the journey and let God do the steering of the ship, right? You are going to love this because you are going to see that we really are all very similar in this part of walking the path with the Lord. So there's no shame in the reality that we're going to deal with this over and over again, right? But let's get these three tips kind of under our belts. This is kind of like our break glass in case of emergency situation where you can pull pull out these tools and help you get back in alignment, get back with who we are and who we've been called to be and by whom. So let's get it. Let's get on with it. And let's get on down that path with the Lord. Okay, so let's get started. The same time uh, every, every week when we get together on Fridays, uh, I love to give a shout out to new places that have joined us from around the globe. And over this past week, we have a whole new country that joined us. So I'm excited to welcome Lisbon, Lisbon, Portugal. It was so fun to see you pop up there. Uh, Know that if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, there's a report that comes out that tells me the places where people are listening in from, where our family is growing into, growing to. And so uh, be sure if you, uh, this is the first time that you're listening, that you listen next week at the same time so that I can give you a shout out. I remember when I was a child, I can, I don't know if has this ever happened to you where you, something has happened and your parents had said something or you've said something or you finally got something. It was an aha moment and you can imagine where you're standing, what you were doing. I remember I was being a typical, it was probably a five, six-year-old and I was being impatient about something. And I remember my dad saying that he made a comment about me being impatience, something that I needed to have more patience. And I made a joke to him saying that I, I couldn't have patience because I wasn't a doctor. I can see the place in my mind where it, where we were when I, when I said that. And it's been truly a lifelong issue. I'm sure that, that it probably has with you too. And I can look back and see times where I messed things up by being impatient, by um, having my fingerprints all over the matter thinking that was more important than allowing God's fingerprints to be all over the matter. And usually it's preceded by the awareness that I don't have something, that I feel that I need that something to be complete in the matter. Um, that whatever it is that I don't have, that I need to have, is going to solve the pain. It was probably the newest Barbie when I was seven. It was particular clothing brands when I was a teenager. It was living in certain apartments when I was in college, all the way to making poor judgments in when I was uh, building my direct selling business. Uh, so many goals that we try to hit, and, and a lot of the goals were volume goals. Sometimes I would take a look at where I needed to be and where I was, and then looked ahead 
to see what was coming up, and I would heavily invest in inventory, um, knowing that it would get me to my goal, hoping, putting my fingerprints all over it, instead of saying, here's the here's reality, it probably is not the best idea to buy more inventory, um, hoping to sell it later. So I was putting, on all of those instances, I was putting my fingerprints on the matter instead of letting go and letting God keep his hands all over it, right? After going through my 2020 transformation, and I think I'm going to start calling it that instead of saying, you know, the chaos that was 2020 or the craziness that was 2020, I'm just going to call it my 2020 transformation because everybody went through a transformation of some sort. Um, Though I put a lot of time and focus on my patterns. Like, have you ever thought like, why am I in this spot again? Why, why does this keep happening? happening to me? Why am I having these, uh, the same kind of feelings over and over again for me pertaining to impatience? And so I put, there was a lot of focus on patterns in my past and where those patterns led me, the same situation that I kept getting into over and over again. And so from that, I was able to pull together three really great tips, uh, really helpful tips on calming my heart when I start to struggle with patience. So let's get into that. The first one, all it seems like the, it always goes back to the first step in the Answering the Call program that I have. And it's all about um, confirmation, confirmation in whose we are and who we are, and basically just a realignment because we're kind of out of alignment. When we're feeling anything having to do with fear, um, impatience is one of them because we feel like it's not happening fast enough. And it's a fear that maybe we're never going to get there or that we're doing it wrong or that other people have something we don't have. It's all based around fear. And so the first step is going to be the first step of answering the call program, which is, like I said, confirmation. If you have not gotten your Chaos to Confirmation workbook and workshop and workbook, be sure that you hop on that right away. All you have to do is go to the show notes and click on the link for that. You'll get the automatic video as well as uh, the workbook to your email. And this will give you more support in this first step that it seems like I always list. Now, why why is it important that we do this? It's important that we do this quote-unquote realignment or really get into uh, remembering all of the things that we've been promised and whose we are and who we are, the gifts we've been given are really what our job is here on earth. And how do we do this? I think some of the things that really throw us off as far as being impatient is we're caught up in this energy. We're hurried. We're distracted. We're anxious. We are trying to control the situation on all of those things, like I said, stem from fear. So how do we do this? We need to physically get into a spot where we can stop and slow down and focus all of the things that we are currently not doing, not be distracted. I, this is when I would break out that workbook and go through the, the scriptures that I've listed there, not only for who you are and how you were made purposefully to do the thing that God has created you to do. There is no mistake that you were made or that you're here or that you've been given the gifts you've been given. The who's we belong to. So reviewing the promises of God and the things that he has promised us as being our father. And then uh, there's also kind of a realignment of the heart to help us to remember what exactly is important, what exactly we have control over. All right, number two, number two tip to calm your heart. We're currently in the impatience. We're in the fear. The future is uncertain. So it's difficult to get uh, an idea of 
anything really factual since we can't tell the future. And so I think that number two, which is to take a look back, kind of take a look back at your history and see what the Lord has done so far. So far, he has done immeasurable amounts of amazing things for us, for you in particular. You are not done or you wouldn't be here. You are still here. Your job is not not complete. If you have been really great about writing in a journal, at least a little bit about every day, this might be the perfect opportunity to bust out an old journal and take a look and see at what he's done and how he has been um, answering prayers with either yeses or nos, but they're still answered, uh, that he has always had your best for him and he has always been with you and he will continue to be with you. So looking back to see how he has been faithful. Also, looking back at perhaps times where we have not been faithful. Uh, perhaps this is a, a habit. Okay, so number three is actually going to be a physical thing. I don't know how much you know about being aware of how your body is feeling in certain situations. In certain situations, we're more calm and relaxed. Certain situations, we're uptight and tense. Our muscles actually, you know, tighten up. I have learned and I have experienced that when I get nervous, I forget to breathe. And your body tells you, hears from your breath, like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, something bad must be happening because they aren't breathing. And so that, like, kicks in all of the other things that could be going wrong. When you're not breathing, your brain does different things. When you're not breathing like you should be, your muscles do certain things. And so the fastest way that we can physically change how we feel in our bodies is to breathe. And how silly that sounds, right? But you know what? If you are being impatient and if you are being hurried and distracted, you could see how that anxiety inside of you can affect your breathing, right? So this is actually going to help us to get into a more calm situation. Calm and rational is to breathe, okay? Usually when there's something going on with the kids, that's the first thing I tell them is, will you just breathe? Like, let's let's breathe together. <laughs> get yourself a breathing buddy, right? Um, something that I learned, I was just focused when I was first learning just on steady, normal breathing in and out, okay, which helps tremendously. But there's also a technique that I've heard about where you breathe in what's called breathing in a square. So if you imagine, you know, your finger is out in front of you and you're drawing a square with your finger, you inhale for two seconds, hold it for two seconds, exhale for two seconds, hold that for two seconds, inhale for two seconds. I think it's called square breathing if you want to do any research on it. This gets you focused on breathing in a certain way. So you are focused on something that is going to help you instead of being focused on all this distraction. You can't be focused on more than one thing at one time. So this gets you focused on this. It's kind of the same uh, situation as Lamaze breathing. Like those those uh, ladies that have gone through natural childbirth and choose to focus on breathing techniques instead of all of the other distractions, mainly pain of having a child. And so uh, I invite you, if you've not done anything with breath work, uh, to look more at it. To, you know, the next time you're feeling a little stressed, maybe you're in the car, there's traffic, and you're realizing your body is physically upset at this. This isn't just in your mind now. This is physical body. Uh, I invite you, take a deep breath. If just start there, just take a deep breath and let it out and like a a long sigh. I guarantee that you are going to feel, your physical body is going to be even better. It's going to feel even better and more calm and a place from rational thoughts instead of a place of fear 
and reaction that impatience tends to be. So to wrap up, what are three things that we're going to do if we are struggling with impatience? Three tips to calm our heart. Number one, we are going to uh, go to the show notes and grab that copy of the Chaos to Confirmation workshop that I have. You're also going to uh, get that email with the workbooks. So take a kind of pour over that Get that in a place where you're able to refer to it frequently. Number two, uh, we are going uh, and using that as a tool to help to remember who you are, how you've been made, what you've been asked to do, who is the one in charge, and kind of a realignment to get us back online, so to speak, with God. Number two, we are going to take a look at our past and see where patterns of this type of behavior happen and what has God done to help us through these hard times, okay? You will see he has always been faithful. And number three, actually doing something in the physical realm to get our bodies to calm down. All right, let us say a quick prayer before we head out for today. Heavenly Father, thank you for showing us that the snares of impatience do not have to take hold of us and keep us from doing the work that you've given us to do. Thank you for bringing us together today to to support each other so that we know we are not the only ones that feel this way. And that in itself, knowing that the enemy is attacking everybody in a certain way, and we can be free of that because you have already won. Thank you for our community and our time together today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and forward this podcast episode or share it on social media with some other Christian mompreneurs for support and encouragement? Okay, time to go unfollow some influencers. No more shiny object syndrome for me. See you next week.